You are listening to the Election Crimes Bulletin post-election. I'm Dennis Bernstein with Greg Pallast. Okay, Greg, uh, Trump is clearly insane, but Mitch McConnell is laser-focused, laser focused like a hawk on Georgia, where the battle scene is set for control of the Senate, and it's going to be played out in the former red state of Georgia. Yes, still controlled by redneck reactionaries. We've got two Senate races, and that's where the balance hangs. Two Senate races. One, uh, Senator Kelly Loeffler and Democrat Raphael Warnock. And then David Perdue versus John Ossoff. So, and uh, this in the context of an ongoing struggle uh, to hold the ballot stealers accountable. Greg, you've been in the middle of this in Georgia for now for some time. So set this up for us. Okay. Uh, we have two... Two Senate seats, unusual because of a special election. We have two Senate seats up for grabs in Georgia. There will be a runoff on January 5. The question is, have they, are they going to steal this election, and have they already stolen it? What I mean by that, let's take the Ossoff-Purdue race, one of the two. Um, both candidates came just a couple votes, literally a smidgen less than 1% short of the 50% needed to avoid a runoff. Uh, well, um, here's uh, something I haven't seen reported in the, in the press, except right here on the flashpoints. The massive, massive number of people who were blocked from the polls and the massive number of votes not counted – are you ready for this one? The, remember, we had a massive mail-in election. And overwhelmingly, as we know from the polls, and as we know from the results, like Pennsylvania, where uh, Democrats went to the mails, and therefore um, 75 to 80 percent of mail-in votes have been coming in for Biden. And that's even true in um, in from red counties, because the Republicans chose to vote in person in precinct and Democrats ran a campaign to go by mail. So even in Republican areas, it's overwhelmingly um, Democratic. However, so now in Georgia, one thing that's really weird is you've got this this guy, Raffensperger. I know the Republicans aren't happy with him, but he, because you know why? It's like they're complaining that the guy didn't arrive with the getaway car for the heist quick enough. Just so you know, mail-in votes in Georgia, we, I, have only been able to get Gwinnett County, which is Atlanta. Are you ready? 30% of mail-in votes, 30% of mail-in votes have been rejected. Now, Dennis, I warned, I warned your listeners that MIT and Caltech said that 22% of mail-in votes don't get counted, which is horrific. And I said it was going to be worse, and it is. It's so easy for them to knock out a vote. You use a red pen or a pencil instead of a blue pen or a black pen. Postage due. They didn't like your signature because a part of your name fell just below uh, the, the signature box. That type of stuff. 30%. And we know it's overwhelmingly Democratic. That's uh, Now, across the state of Georgia, if you count those mail-in ballots and stop discounting them for all this, you know, cock on cockamamie grounds. Ossoff won. He didn't win by a little. He won by a lot. And let me throw in two other sets of votes that weren't counted. There's massive number of provisional ballots. I understand that it's 10,000, at least in the Atlanta and the Atlanta area. 10,000 provisional ballots. Now, what hap- why did that happen? And whose ballots are these? 
we know that they've been purging massively the voter rolls of Georgia, overwhelmingly voters of color and young people. So when they wait in line after four hours, they get to the front and they said, well, you're no longer in the voter rolls. Um, so don't worry, fill out this provisional ballot. Here's the problem. If the provisional ballots... Um, if, if you're not on the voter rolls, you're not on the voter rolls, and they're not going to count that ballot. They're going to throw it out. As we know, 40% of all provisional ballots nationwide are thrown out. It's going to be worse in Georgia. In addition, if you, for example, didn't bring your ID, or they don't like your ID, it's a student ID, they, they don't like your ID for some reason, or they don't like your signature, or just, you know, uh, we found that they ask black men for their ID, even though it's against the law in certain places. Um so you get a provisional ballot. You have till tomorrow, Friday, to, quote, cure it. They call it curing it. Whereas if you didn't have the right ID, you have to go wait in a line. Remember, we're talking thousands of people have to wait in a line and show other ID or other proof of, of address or whatever. And almost no one does that. They know that. You have this to go into a this is supposed office. to happen by tomorrow? Tomorrow. Are, are there lines there now? No, because here's the problem. Or do people know about this? You know, the problem, no, most people don't even know that they have to cure their ballot. They were told, oh, fill out this provisional ballot, it will be counted. I've been in these polling stations where, you know, it's not even the fault. It's not like the the uh, nice little lady behind the desk is not trying to steal your vote. She doesn't know the procedures. And she says, oh, don't worry about it. Or they'll say you, you can come. You know, they do tell some people say, yeah, you have to go to the county office with these papers. And, you know, most people for one vote. They're just not going to bother. They've already been told, you know, and there's going to be, uh, you know, this recount. But the thing is, the recount, it's like it's junk in, junk out. If you, your vote will not be saved by the recount. In fact, I think that more votes are going to be disqualified because the Republicans are going through every ballot line by line. So if you, if, you know, if you, you didn't fill in a bubble correctly, you uh, folded the the uh, mail-in ballot wrong. Um, you left off a line on the provisional ballot outside envelope, things like that. So we're going to see more disqualifications. And frankly, I haven't heard of the Democratic Party taking any steps to challenge the challenges. They're simply moving on, saying, okay, well, looks like Biden's going to win. Biden's going to win even if we lose, even if they take away Georgia from him. And they're just set to go for this, um, for the runoff. Uh, hoping to win there. Now, by the way, in the, the other race with uh, Reverend Raphael Warnock, who is the, uh, of the Ebenezer Baptist Church, um, you know, because it was a three-way race, that was definitely going to go to a runoff. But the Ossoff race, it looks to me like a straight-up steal, at least from the information we have. The non-count of the, the, the deep-sixing of the mail-in votes, the massive number of provisional ballots, and the massive purge uh, you know, which I, I, the ACLU issued my report that 198,000 people were wrongly purged. It's overwhelmingly black, black folk and young people. It's amazing. It's amazing. There is so much at stake here. I mean, it, it, as it is, it comes down to uh, the runoff because it's, it, it's neck and neck. Uh, but um, it, it's incredibly troubling. Craig, and uh, obviously you're not uh, new to this moment. You predicted this. Uh, anything that's going to happen? I mean, Stacey Abrams is active in the state. 
Would she simply sit by and let this happen? Is she aware of this now, do you know? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, Okay, just so you understand, and, and, uh, you know, as when I issued my report, uh, the Republican Secretary of State said, oh, the ACLU has hired a known Stacey Abrams shill. And as I've said, I've been called worse things than a Stacey Abrams shill. She did, and I want to disclose that Stacey Abrams paid for our expert team to review the purge list. Yeah, she's active. Um, but <laughs> it's like we are, I'm, I'm laughing at the, ins- at the craziness. It's Jim Crow gone nuts. And that's what it really is. It, because they're really targeting, uh, Voters of color, and and by the way, and, and also young voters. Yes, yeah, she's taken action, and and I want to recognize Black Voters Matter, Latasha Brown, Cliff Albright. I want to recognize the National Bar Association, which is like the Black Lawyers Guild, um, the uh, um, uh, the People's Agenda for the um, the the Georgia Campaign for a New People's Agenda. I mean, there's all these wonderful groups out there. Um, Atlanta and Georgia have more. Um, voting activists than any other state in America, I can tell you that. And they are working. That's one of the reasons, by the way, why everyone seems to be shocked, but not the people in Georgia, that the Democrats have won the state and are taking that state. It is, Martin Luther King told me, Martin Luther King III, I should say, told me in 2014, Greg, Georgia's a blue state if they would let us vote. And so the fact that we got to this point, I know it's a shock to the Democratic Party, which is shocked by everything. It's a shock to the media, which is shocked by everything. But it's not a shock that Biden won the state, Ossoff won the Senate seat, if you count all the votes, and the Warnock uh, stands a very good chance of, of winning in that runoff. Uh, because Georgia is now, if the census isn't jacked with um, the statisticians I've spoken to, say that Georgia is now a white minority state. This is not an unusual outcome. It's not some it's only a shock to those outside, not inside. You are listening to Flashpoints a reporting, special reporting on the ongoing election. We're looking at uh, Georgia now. We're speaking with Greg Pallast. Uh, we have been working with him for some time on what we've called the Election Crimes Bulletin. He is most recently the author of How uh, Trump stole 2020. Well, maybe he didn't, but he's still trying. Uh, Greg Palast has been uh, a fighter for the honest vote to protect your vote for a long time. Uh, I picked it up in uh, 2000 with the, the election still there, uh, and he's been doing this work ever since. Now, Greg, it would seem to me that, it, that uh, if people do not converge on Georgia, if there isn't an extraordinary effort, um, this election will be stolen. And there is so much at stake. What what do you think is going to happen here? I don't know. I can tell you that the groups are highly motivated. That is, and I'm not talking about the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party does the usual thing. They're, they're, they're literally... I expect them to raise well over a hundred million dollars. They're going to, and I've seen what they've done before. They buy a bunch of TV ads and radio ads, but people are inundated. They've, they've literally seen four or five hundred TV ads. They're saturated. But the groups on the ground, the voting groups, like I say, Black Voters Matter, um, 
at um, the NAACP, the ACLU, uh, Southern Christian Leadership Conference, which is based there, King's organization. They are out there getting those, uh, trying to re-register voters. By the way, registrations reopened um, till December 7th. If you know anyone in Georgia, please ask them to check their registration. And if they were handed a provisional ballot, they better re-register right now because that means that they aren't registered. A lot of people get that ballot and they think, oh, I guess I'm registered now. No, no, no. So you have till December 7th to register for the January 5 runoff. We do recommend whatever your your views that, that you do uh, don't mail in your ballot. I just told you 30% are being thrown in the garbage. So vote in person early, obviously, so you don't have to wait in those lines. There'll still be some line. Bring your gloves, your mask, your sanitizer, and maybe a couple lawyers with you. And uh, But vote early. That's what's happening. I think you're going to see a turnout that you cannot, that, that's just going to be through the roof, both sides. Um, I can tell you that, you know, having been to the Trump rallies there, um, having uh, talked with with uh, the GOP and, and you know, uh, we know that, that they're pulling their people out like crazy. The question is, I don't mind if they come out and vote. That's great. That's democracy. What I'm concerned about is the mass blockade of voters and the non-count of the vote, especially those mail-in ballots. Greg, um, uh, Purdue's opponent, John Ossoff, seems to be a pretty sophisticated uh, dude there. Um, yeah. Is he hip to what's going on? Does he believe that there's this uh, extensive amount of fraud? Has he, he certainly hasn't held back in taking on Purdue uh, and really shredding him. Um, he, it would seem to me that this would be of grave concern to him. I don't know if if, uh, if Ossoff wants me to mention this, but, you know, he and I had the same job. He was a producer for uh, BBC and Al Jazeera in England, and, or as they call him in Georgia, the media entrepreneur. He's very sophisticated. He knows, he knows exactly what's going on, and I have talked with him about this. He, he knows it inside out. But the question is, he's not, you know, we've got this violently partisan Secretary of State, uh, hand-picked replacement for Brian Kemp, the guy who swiped hundreds of thousands of votes to take the governorship away from Stacey Abrams. And Stacey Abrams, of course, is raised hell. So we can, you know, so basically the number one thing to do is to overcome the steal. We try to warn people it's better to go in for early voting than mail in your vote if you can possibly do that. Um, and um, we need more, the ACLU is looking for more poll workers and poll watchers, I know that. And, you know, so there's steps to be taken. And uh, uh, watch the space. We're going to be um, exposing more as I dig into this and find out. I will be investigating what's happening with all these mail-in ballots. It, it's, and it shocks me and stuns me. I know that the American media falls down. But the fact that they're not mentioning the non-count of the mail-in ballots is sickening. And part of it, Dennis, is this weird thing where, you know, because they are saying Trump is is nuts by constantly talking about voter fraud, which doesn't exist. But it also means that if you question, you know, but the myth now is the opposite, where our elections are supposedly perfect and wonderful. And how dare Trump talk about 
uh, vote fraud and uh, rigged elections. Well, the election is rigged in Georgia. It is rigged. But it's not rigged uh, by the voters casting extra ballots. It's rigged by the state officials in charge of the voting who are removing voters from the rolls and not counting their ballots. And we, the omerta about this, the, the silence, and almost the and by the way, the absolute hostility, as I, as I can tell you right now, from my colleagues in the U.S. press to mentioning anything that's wrong with our wonderful U.S. elections. Uh, you know, it's just, um, you know, they're, they're absolutely hostile to telling the full story. Wow. Um, well, we're, we're going to have to stay on this one. I mean, this is clearly, it is such a, an extraordinary irony that this, the battle for the Senate is going to come down to Georgia uh it is interesting trump doesn't really give a damn uh about what's going on or he doesn't seem to give a damn because he's certainly not uh acting uh in support of the battle but i i mean i just it, it's sort of hard to figure out what's going to happen but you know the whole world is going to be watching and half of the world the political world is going to be in that state uh walking around uh fighting for the vote so uh i don't know greg i guess you're uh, you're you're ready for the next round well, uh, like it or not, I'm going to be getting myself down to Georgia. Our team is already, uh, part of our team's already down there right now. And uh, the biggest thing is, you know, uh, your vote is secret, but not the fact that you voted. Normally, every state has to list how many mail-in ballots came in, how many ballots were counted, how many ballots were rejected. We're not getting any of that information, and again, other than... Well, you and me, Dennis, uh, it seems like no uh, American media, not even in Atlanta, are asking, where are these votes? Well, we're going to we're going to keep asking. And with your help, we're going to stay on top of this. Greg Palast, gregpalast.com. As always, we appreciate you and all the work uh, we've been able to do with you with the Election Crimes Bulletin. It really has been a pleasure. And I know the listenership uh, appreciates it a great deal, Greg, as do we. Thank you very much, Dennis. And I'll uh, see you in Georgia. See you in Georgia.